What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Vegas 43 this weekend. Catlin Vieira versus Misha Tate in the main event. It's not my favorite card um, on paper, but there's actually quite a lot of fun matchups, a lot of fun options for the DraftKings slate. And as usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play. Tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week for this weekend's event. Been on a, a decent streak here lately, so hopefully I can give you a few more good tips. And without further ado, let me roll into my cash game play of the week, which is going to be Luana Pinheiro at 9.3K. All right, Luana Pinheiro at 9.3K in cash games. This one is actually, it feels much more risky than the usual cash game play. And I, I think, you know, look, there's a, there's a couple obvious punts in cash games. I think using both sides, one side or the other, Tate and Vieira in the main event is very viable in cash game. So it's not like you must, must target Pinheiro this week. She actually has some red flags, um, most notably being the fact that all of her fights since you know, 2017 have ended in round one. Um, and there are some real question marks, whether Pinheiro can fight successfully down the stretch, whether she's capable of winning by decision. And I think we're going to learn more about her as she continues to fight. So um, from a narrative and like technical perspective, I don't look at Pinheiro and think, oh, well, okay, safest fighter on the card. But I do believe in using the odds to our advantage in the long term, and, P and Pinheiro is the biggest favorite on this slate at minus 410 over Sam Hughes. She also has one of the best inside the distance lines on this slate at plus 125, so her metrics rate out very, very well. We've only seen her once in the UFC. She fought Ronda Marcos, and the fight was ended by DQ in the first round. Um, but Pinero did land five takedowns in that in that first round. She also landed 29 significant strikes. She's an active fighter. She's a physical fighter. She has a judo background, a jiu-jitsu background, and she's physical. And I think she should have success early on in this fight against Sam Hughes, who probably isn't a UFC-level talent. Hughes is 0-2 in the UFC. She was knocked out by Tisha Torres in the first round via cut. In her debut, and she lost to uh, Loma Lukbunmi in May. Um, she's just not a very effective striker, and she's a pretty ineffective wrestler. And she's already been taken down five times, defending takedowns at 44%, absorbing 6.8 significant strikes per minute. Like, I just think Pinheiro should have success wherever she wants. I think she's going to land strikes on Hughes, and I think she can probably take her down and control her um, at a high degree of effectiveness early on in this fight. My, my big concern is that Pinheiro is going to smash early, not get the finish, gas out, and then Hughes will come from behind and pull off the upset. And I, I do think that's actually viable here. So if you are too concerned or maybe in tournaments, you think there are better options to pivot away from Pinheiro, I understand. However, I just think A, Pinheiro is a very, very likely fighter to win based on her 
money line. She's very, very likely to win inside the distance. And in theory, she should be able to land a high amount of strikes and she should be able to land takedowns. So the offensive production, the offensive production metrics rate out well. And she's very easy to afford in cash games as well. So um, you know there are some fighters who I think people will will target, like the Adrian Yanez types. Adrian Yanez in cash games is interesting because if he doesn't if he doesn't win by knockout early, he's not going to score very well. I don't think he's going to have a ton of wrestling success against Davy Grant. He's not going to land 150 significant strikes. He probably needs an early knockout. People are going to play Yanez. I think he's a great tournament option, but in cash games, I prioritize safety a little bit more and I think someone like Pinheiro who has grappling upside as well a better money line a, a very strong finishing line is a little bit preferred for me in cash games that's where I'll be putting uh, my money to start the lineups Pinheiro at 9.3k all right moving on to tournaments I'm going to give out Terrence McKinney at 8.4k this is another really risky one McKinney's only plus 103 to win against Frezian. Um, McKinney, of course, coming off his UFC debut in which he won by knockout in, I think, seven seconds against Matt Frivola. Um, and that's not a surprise uh, because that's how McKinney typically wins. His last four wins, 16 seconds, 17 seconds, a minute and 12 seconds, and seven seconds. And throughout his entire career, it's pretty much been first-round finishes, five wins by knockout, Six wins by submission, so it's another fighter. The exact same thing I said about Pinheiro. McKinney can go out there early, have success. If the fight gets extended, there's a real chance he'll gas out and get finished inside the distance. He was submitted by Derek Minner on the regional scene. He was knocked out by Sean Woodson on the Contender Series. Um, I, there's, a, there's a lot of risk. I mean, there's a reason he's not the favorite, and it's because people are very, very unsure about whether he can even fight for more than five minutes. I actually think he's pretty skillful, and I haven't been that high on Ferez Ziam, who is a kickboxer, um, only lands 2.13 significant strikes per minute. He's gone the distance three times. He's landed 10, 47, and 39 strikes. He's not that powerful. He's pretty technical, but it's just, it's, it's a fairly easy style to compete with. Someone who isn't going to knock you out with one punch and someone who doesn't throw a lot of strikes and someone who's not an effective wrestler and grappler. Um, Ziam has already been taken down nine times in his three fights, takedown defense of 68%. That's why I really think McKinney has an advantage here. I think he's the better wrestler. He took down Sean Woodson a couple times, took his back multiple times. I think he can get Ziam down and I think he can have success on top. There's still a chance that McKinney can go out there, smash him, dominate round one, and then gas out and lose. I'm not discounting that opportunity. But from a tournament perspective, 8.4K, let's just say, okay, McKinney's plus, what I say, plus 103 to win, near 50%. Let's say McKinney wins, okay? 50% of the time he wins. How do those wins look? In my opinion, it probably comes inside the distance early at a high percentage of the time, a high, percentage of the, a high percentage of the time, it comes from takedowns, control, ground and pound. And I just think if he wins, 
there's a, a very good chance for him to exceed value at this price tag, 8.4K. He's, he is overpriced, but he's plus 145 to win inside the distance. So I am betting on McKinney here. I think he's going to have grappling success early. I just think he's the better fighter. And there's if he fails down the stretch, he fails. Um, but from a tournament perspective, I really like the upside on McKinney at 8.4K. I also do think Ziam is in play at 7.8K. He's plus 190 inside the distance. If he wins, um, maybe it's for the reasons we already explained. Maybe it does come inside the distance as well. Maybe McKinney gasses out. I'm not as high on Ziam, but I think this is a very strong fight to target. Minus 265 for the uh, fight to end inside the distance. But McKinney will be my preferred play, and he'll be my tournament play of the week at 8.4K. All right, next up, going with my salary play of the week, it's going to be Tucker Lutz at 7.5K. This one is a little bit obvious because he is a value at 7.5K. He's only plus 101 against Pat Sabatini this weekend. So I do think the public will see that and, and he won't be low owned. However, he's simply a, a very strong value. He's much more likely to win his fight than the majority of fighters in that surrounding price tier. I worry a little bit about his upside because he's facing a grappler in Sabatini who's going to want to get him to the ground. And in theory, Lutz is not going to want to wrestle. He's probably going to want to keep the fight on the feet. And maybe he only lands 80 strikes and wins a decision and puts up 70 points. So there are reasons to still be a little bit cautious with Lutz. He's only plus 420 inside the distance. I just like the dynamic of the matchup along with the value. Sabatini should be trying to get this fight to the ground and Lutz should be trying to fight effectively at range where he is better than Sabatini. I bet against Sabatini in his last fight against Jamal Emmers because I thought Emmers was a better wrestler and a better striker. And um, that was that was the case. And Emmers hurt him very badly in the first minute of the fight, jumped on top of him, and then let Sabatini like heel hook him. It was just kind of a disaster there. But... You know, I, I, I don't necessarily believe that Sabatini is going to win fights at a high rate in the UFC um, if he's getting dropped and, and being forced to jump on legs from the bottom. So it's still a similar matchup in the sense that if the fight plays out on the feet, I, I favor Lutz. He's landing 5.09 significant strikes per minute. He just landed 99 significant strikes over Kevin Aguilar over 15 minutes. Seems to have good cardio. Won a couple fights in the Contender Series as well. And he has a path to victory. It's as simple as that. He's a good value. He's got a path to victory. If he can defend takedowns, um, he should be more effective at range. He should be able to land strikes at a higher rate. And, you know, I'm picking him to win. I do think Sabatini is an interesting tournament option. He, he may be overlooked at 8.7K because he's, the, he's overvalued. He's overpriced at 8.7K. But... If Sabatini wins, I do think it comes on the mat. I do think it comes from takedowns, control, and or a submission. His inside distance line isn't super great, plus 258, but I think Sabatini is going to be a little bit overlooked. So this is actually a fight I'm, I'm eyeing quite hard from a tournament perspective. I think the winner is a decent shot to exceed value. I do prefer Lutz for the value for the savings. He allows me to afford pretty much whoever I want, and I think he has a reasonable shot to win. Um... But this is a very strong fight to target in tournaments. Overall, Lutz will be my salary play of the week. 
And moving on to my fade of the week, it's going to be Tyla Santos at 9.2K against Joanne Calderwood. And and this isn't a this isn't a hard fade. I do think you can play Santos, and I do think she's you know she's viable in cash games. I do think she has a reasonable ceiling. Um, I just I prefer Pinheiro. I think Yanez has knockout upside. I think Soriano has knockout upside. I think Sean Brady has a bunch of grappling upside. And so I, I just don't really prioritize Santos at 9.2K. And I think there's a chance it, it could be a, a sneakily tough matchup for her against Calderwood. She's definitely got physical advantages over Calderwood. And I think she has maybe some wrestling advantages too. She's landed a bunch of takedowns um in her wins let me pull up her metrics real quick coming off five takedown win over Roxanne Modafferi she landed five takedowns over Molly McCann so there's a chance she can just out physical uh Joanne Wood who's got a 63% takedown defense I, I I'm guessing she will land takedowns early but I I struggle to see Santos completely dominating Wood because Santos isn't a isn't a super effective submission grappler and wood does i think she's i don't want to get her belt wrong i was going to say purple belt in jiu-jitsu but she's at least capable on the mat and if she does get taken down i would expect her to survive and on the feet i mean wood lands strikes at a very very high rate she's topped 100 strikes in three of her last in four of her last five decisions sorry four of her last five fights four decisions in a row she's topped 100 significant strikes coming off two fights in a row with 148 and 123 significant strikes. That doesn't mean everything, but she's very consistent. At range, she'll throw a ton of kicks. And Santos is probably more effective, more physical, more powerful, but she lands 3.55 significant strikes per minute, hasn't reached uh, 60 significant strikes in any of her fights in the UFC. So if this fight plays out at range, I think it's probably going to be competitive, and and you can favor Santos for her physical advantages. But I don't I don't see it as oh if this fight plays out in the feet, quick knockout for Santos domination, and that's probably what I want to look for at this price. Santos is also only, um, let's see, she is minus three fifty to win, but she's only plus. 300 inside the distance which is a pretty poor line especially for this price again i do think she has a reasonable floor 80 90 95 points is is not out of question but i am betting against her 120 point ceiling which i think maybe some other fighters in this range are more likely to hit because they're more likely to win inside the distance um so yeah Calderwood is interesting at, at 7K. She may be popular, and I think she's got a lot of volume upside. I kind of prefer her in cash games versus tournaments because she is only plus 285 to win. I don't know that you want to be betting a ton of money on a fighter plus 285 to win at 7K who may be popular, but um, she is viable if you need salary relief. Ultimately, Santos is mostly a fade for me in large field tournaments at 9.2K. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC quick picks. Thank you for the support. As always, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and uh, have a great Thanksgiving weekend if you're celebrating. I know it's not this weekend, but we got the UFC off next week on a rare uh, week off before we're back into the December stretch. So again, you can follow me on Twitter at Bradapley double T double P dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Uh, best of luck in your contest this week, guys. 
Stay safe, take care. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.